0: Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Lana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. Okay, you guys, you have to stop giving me reasons to get emotional. And by that, I mean, please don't stop ever. But we hit 50K on Instagram this weekend. And I say we, because it is a we. It's all of us. Like, this is not just me. This is not a one-man effort. Like, I'm not a one-person team. I am just so so grateful like this is because of all of you it's because you listen it's because you follow it's because you watch the content it's because you submit your dating wins it's because you ask your questions it's because you've shared an episode with a friend or you've sent a video to a coworker or you've shared an episode on your story because you loved it like we're here because of all of you and trust me like that is not lost on me for a single second and i am so grateful and i feel so lucky I feel so lucky that I get to do this, that it's made an impact on all of you, that I've gotten to meet so many of you and that it's just grown this much. Like if you told me this when I started that it would have 50,000 followers on Instagram, that there'd be this many episodes that this many people would be listening. Like I would have just said no freaking way. So I just want to thank you guys. And just, you know, at the same time, like encourage you to, you know, keep sharing, keep sending content to friends, keep, if you ever love an episode posted on your story, like that is really how this machine continues to run. And that is really how we continue to get out there and hopefully, you know, make some, a lot of positive change, not some positive change, but make a lot of positive change in the way people are dating and the way people are treating themselves and treating others in the dating world. And there's just so much work to be done. And I, am really appreciative that because of you guys I get to be doing this so thank you so much thank you guys for 50 hey oh my god I wanted to celebrate in some way with like a mega giveaway or something but I just time flies and it happened way sooner than I thought so stay tuned for some great giveaways in 2023 is all I can say um So last night, Jake and I went to Sugarfish to celebrate. My parents actually decided to send us there. They wanted to treat us for a little celebration. And if you guys are new or newer to me to here, um, I'm obsessed with Sugarfish. If you don't know what it is, it's the best sushi ever. It's in New York and L.A. only. So next time you go to either of those places, if you love sushi and you have not tried Sugarfish, you have to try it. But it was really wild. They accidentally brought us over each a plate of fish there were six pieces of sushi on it that um part of it is like it's kind of an omakase like you sort of know what you're getting but you don't really so we didn't really know but we kind of had a hunch that like this was wrong but like a minute went by like nothing happened so we just like started eating and then the manager comes over and she's like I'm so sorry like that was completely my mistake like enjoy them don't worry about it we're like wait what happened she's like oh those were for someone else so you're just getting the extra and like that has never happened. And to get six pieces of extra sugar fish was just the greatest thing in the world. So that was a fun treat and shout out to Barbara and Chuck for treating us to celebrate. Because honestly, like I don't know that we would have taken that time to pause and and celebrate. And we, it was cool. We like set some goals for next year for seeing other people and for the work that I can be doing to keep pushing it to the next level. And it was just really fun and really nice. So thanks mom and dad. Speaking of mom and dad, um, I was talking to my mom the other day because I have a plant that is in my apartment. I got it from my house when we moved out of Westchester and the plant is from my grandma's house who she passed away a few years ago and the plant is growing like crazy and I'm a new plant mom. Like I I don't have plant mom in my blood. Well, I guess I do because my mom loves plants, but I don't really know what I'm doing with plants other than occasionally watering them and trying not to kill them, but this plant has been growing so much. So I asked my mom, like, can I trim it? And she's like, yeah, like trim some of it and just put it in water. I'm like, what happens when I put it in water? Like, does it grow a new plant? She's like, yeah, it grows roots after a few weeks and then you can replant it. And I was like, holy shit. It just felt so metaphorical because I feel like the fact that plants can do that, it's like, that's also what people do. I've had a few of you reach out recently that you're moving to new places and you're, you know, stressed about starting to date and starting to make friends, starting to, you know, create your own new world. But that's exactly what we do. You know, you, you go to a new place and maybe it's a college, maybe you're moving somewhere for a job, maybe you're moving somewhere to make your long distance relationship, not long distance anymore, but you don't have your roots. But after a while, you start to plant your roots and you start to figure out your people and you start to figure out the places that you go that are your regular places. And it starts to become your new home. And I just can't believe plants can do that too. Like you cut a plant and you put it in water and it grows roots after a certain time. Like, holy shit, that was mind blowing to me. So, um, I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to, you know, cut some stems off and I guess put them in water for a few weeks and we'll see if they grow their roots, and if my mom is right, which I'm imagining she is, because she knows about this stuff, but um, I just thought that was really crazy. I want to read some of your dating wins from this week because I, again, like you guys, just make me so proud. And I love how we've all been able to kind of shift our mindset and think of a dating win as you know something we learned from our dating experience, something we gained out of going on a date, something we pushed ourselves to do instead of just like I went on a date. And I got a second date or I went on a second date and I got a third date. So that's a win. And if that didn't happen, then it's not a win. So just really proud of you guys. So I wanted to call some of these out. Somebody said, decided to put myself back out there for the first time in a while. That's amazing. Congrats. Um, Someone said, blocked my ex. Hell yeah, you did. That is so huge. You guys, I really think like until there is fully no contact, and doesn't matter who blocks who it really really doesn't but no contact is truly the key to success um someone said i was honest about what i wanted and i felt so brave that's incredible i'm so proud of you somebody said mingled and met new people out of my comfort zone at a party that's amazing that is so huge going to a party where you don't know people or even if you do know people but you end up trying to push yourself to you know make new friends and meet new people like That is so scary. It is so hard to do, but it totally, totally pays off if you can encourage yourself to do it and anyone can do it. Like it might not be easy for some of us. It might take a little more courage, but 20 seconds, you guys, all it takes is 20 seconds of insane courage and something great will happen. Um, My favorite quote from the movie, We Bought a Zoo. Somebody said, I clearly stated my dating goals and I have a date with him next week. That's great. That's amazing. Love what happens when you are upfront about what you want. Someone said, going on a third date for the first time in a year. Okay, I've said it before and I will say it again, you guys. Third dates are so hard to get to and we really should have a party for our friends when they get to a third date. Regardless of how the third date goes, just, just getting there. The fact that you can make it to a third date, like it almost never happens. And it seems so hard to get to and so hard to come by. So congratulations to everyone who has made it to a third date this year. I'm so proud of you. And I hope you're proud of yourselves. Um, somebody said took a break from the apps for the holiday season. I love that for you. And I think that's really important. You know, this time of year, especially can be really lonely and isolating. And it can, in a way, like force you to spend more time on your apps and more time on your phone, because you're just like, trying, trying, trying to pull out any last string that you can get, but It's also a time where you should be like relaxing and enjoying and embracing, you know, the festivities and enjoying the time that you have to spend with family and friends that you might not usually get when, you know, we're working all the time and we don't have that time off. We don't have that time to kind of pause and slow down and be with the people we love. And so I definitely encourage everyone to take a break, you know, from the time you hear this until the end of the year. Literally like dating is not going anywhere. The apps will be there for you on January 1st and if anything, like it's pretty unlikely that you're going to go on dates anyway, over the next few weeks, especially if you're traveling, especially if you're going home for the holidays, whatever it may be. So don't be afraid to like, really just tell yourself like, for the next two weeks, I am not opening a dating app. And I think you'll find yourself feeling a lot more refreshed and just positive about life. So definitely try that. Um, But yeah, so proud of you guys. I thank you for sending in your wins. Your wins are my wins, my wins are your wins. And that is the way Things work around here. Um, I spent a lot of time watching holiday movies and Meghan and Harry doc this weekend. I knew literally nothing about the royals about Meghan and Harry. I knew they had a kid. I knew they left their royal positions. I didn't know shit, though. And it's an amazing documentary. And it, you know, it definitely makes you think about the things that we're told in the news and the things that we see on social media and just instantly believe when we have no idea if what we're reading is true. We like to think it is because it's coming from, you know, these journalists, but we really don't know. Or, you know, maybe it's coming from an influencer that you love and so you trust what they say, but people can be wrong and people make mistakes and there's so much misinformation out there, but it was just really interesting. And I know like so many people have such intense opinions about Megan even like a friend of mine I was talking to before she's like yeah I'm gonna watch it but I really don't like her and I'm sure her opinion has changed since watching it but it's just so interesting like you really never know what's going on behind closed doors whether it's with a celebrity an influencer a friend a date somebody you have a crush on like there's just so much more than meets the eye and so much more than what you see on social media. And, you know, I love pointing that out. That social media is a highlight reel and is completely fake, you guys. But, yeah, I really liked it. Um, yeah, watched a bunch of shitty holiday movies. Christina came over and we made matzball soup and watched two movies that weren't that great. But I think, like, we weren't trying to watch the best movie ever. But yeah, no new holiday movies to rave about for you guys. The ones I did watch earlier in the season that I recommend. Well, if you haven't seen Love Hard from last year, that one's on Netflix. That one's amazing. I watched um, Spirited, the Ryan Reynolds one, Will Ferrell. That was fun. The Lindsay Lohan one. I actually enjoyed it. Maybe that's controversial. I don't know, but I enjoyed it. And I liked seeing her back. And then Christmas with You. That was a cute, fun one that I definitely recommend. That one's also on Netflix. And then, oh, one other discovery from this weekend. So my friend has been telling me about these drinks. They are literally a cocktail in a teabag. And all you do is add your alcohol, a tiny bit of water and ice. And she's been telling me about them for weeks now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like a great idea. But I can't imagine it tastes good. And she brought them over on Thursday and I tried them. And oh, my God, I was like, wait a second. This is one of the best skinny margaritas I've ever had. And then the next day I did it again and I made it with Mezcal and I added a super thick tahini rim because I love tahini, but it was so good. And I feel like such a legit bartender now, even though literally all I'm doing is like taking a tea bag and then adding alcohol and water and ice. But you guys have to try them. Um, It's called Say So. I'm doing a giveaway right now or eh, it might be done by the time you listen to this, but there's also a 20% off code. So check out seeing other people on Instagram for that. They are not paying me for this ad right now. This is not an ad. I just literally love it. And I'm trying to tell everyone about it because I think it is brilliant. And I hope you guys have a great holiday plans. I hope you are celebrating Hanukkah. I hope you're celebrating Christmas or whatever holidays you're celebrating with friends with family with people you love and amazing food. I am going to Christina's family's Christmas dinner on Sunday. I've been doing that for like five or 10 years now, maybe even longer. I don't know. But it's so nice. And it's just such a nice way to end the year. And I love doing it. And I know I'm going to be rolling out of there. The food is so, so, so good. And I am so excited. Today's episode. Today is an awesome one. We have Zach Stern. He is one of the founders of the app official and official is just something that I wish everybody would move from like, okay, you go on a dating app, you meet somebody on the dating app, and then you end up in a relationship and then what, you know, like the dating apps don't actually help you figure out how to be good partners, but official does. It helps you communicate. It helps raise your awareness of like what the other wants, what is important to the other. And it's just such an amazing app and platform for couples to really enhance their relationship and enhance their communication. And I cannot recommend it enough. So we are talking to Zach Stern, all about why he founded it, what led him into the space, how it's maybe helped his relationships. And we're also going to answer a ton of listener questions that you guys sent in. So thank you so much for sending those in. And let's get into it me to try Nutrafol, and so I did. dollars off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off, farmer owned, Vermont grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claridin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, All right. We are here. Zach Cern, welcome to Seeing Other People. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here. I am so excited about Official. Can you tell everyone just a little bit of background who you are, why you ended up creating this app? And we'll go from there.
1: Yeah. So Official is a platform to help couples have better relationships. We basically built an app to help couples have more fun and really get a deeper experience in the relationship. I started it personally because it was something that I've always found kind of stereotypically. I had a hard time communicating my feelings and it was something where I wanted to be a better partner. I've struggled with depression and anxiety for most of my life and it was really hard for me to really find something that allowed me to do this in an easy way and as a young 20-something-year-old guy in New York, I wasn't going to couples counseling. It was just something that the stigma to me didn't make sense but it wasn't something that I was willing to try to do and because of that, I wanted to find an easier way that was more native to me to really do that. I read a bunch of self-help books. I tried to go through all that, and it was incredible. But I realized that there was this huge gap in the market because there's so many incredible players that are designed to be deleted, but what comes after that? And it was something that I really wanted to create and build because I wanted to realign the incentives with our users so the happier they are, the happier we are as a company. We keep our couples and we keep our customers for a long time and we make them happy and that makes us happy so that's kind of ultimately why i wanted to build it
0: totally so what what is your current relationship status i'm single you're single okay when you were going through this period of like trying different things and you know not finding like not wanting to go to couples counseling like other than reading self-help books like what were some of the things that you tried or were they just not there
1: i couldn't find anything it was kind of during COVID, and it was at a time where there wasn't really much out there. You could do virtual counseling, you could do real counseling, you could read self help self-help books. There was no apps on the market, there was nothing really there to help kind of the younger generation that Gen Z mindset really be a better partner. So many people are taught about sex through porn and romance through rom coms, and both are highly fabricated. So it was something that just didn't make sense to me, and I couldn't find anything to disprove or prove anything to help me be better. For sure.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, we feel so comfortable on our phones, even though we don't necessarily want to be on our phones. But it's like that is how we learn to communicate. I mean, I even recently was talking to a friend on um, we did an episode about like my dating history. And it like it made me realize like my first relationships were literally based on aim, like the only my first relationship ever in middle school, the only thing we would say to each other in person was like, will you be online later? And we didn't know how to communicate our feelings and our thoughts in person, like we actually could not form sentences together. But then we would go home and be online chatting on the computer for hours on end.
1: I had very similar experiences and I've never thought about it that way. But when you bring it up, like, yeah, it makes total sense. It was something where I had the same thing growing up where I was always much more comfortable in front of a computer or on a phone. And it was this thing of communicating and chatting back and forth, removing the some of the elements of a conversation made it easier. And that's good and bad for many reasons. But it was something that a lot of people our age kind of just grew up with.
0: Yeah, my brother, um, I have an older brother, he's four years older than me. He called me last night and was telling me that he was at this like stand-up like poetry thing that everybody could go like volunteer and go up and speak. And he had printed out an old conversation like from this time like middle school, high school, and wow. had somebody read it with him. And I like need to get my hands on it because I feel like we all have had that exact same conversation that he read. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. but Okay. So what, for those who don't know, what can you actually do on official?
1: So on official, we really focus on three main pillars, communication, discovery, and remembering. And that first pillar of communication, it's everything from really taking elements of therapy in other places and gamifying it to let the users get the benefits or get some of the experiences while really not feeling it. And kind of what that means in simple terms is we take everything from setting your mood. So you can basically set your mood, pick a color on how you're feeling, and then automatically it will send that notification to your partner. This can be anything from emojis to preset things that we've built and kind of shown you. And then taking that a level deeper, we have things like an, I want attention button. So you hit a button and it literally sends your partner a notification. You, I want attention. Yeah. it, it so... Sarah, who's our head of marketing and I are in a relationship and whenever one of us needs attention, we just spam the button like 40 times and it works. The kind of the inverse of that is a send love so it's a way to just quickly send your partner way that you're really thinking about them and really give them a little quick little gif, either sending them a hug, a kiss, or good vibes. A little bit deeper in the communication, we have things like an I'm in the mood button, which for lack of a better term is an I'm horny button, but it's double opted. So it's not just one person saying it, but you both have to say it in a given time period for it to work. And the reason is that we wanted to give people a way to openly communicate, but at the same time, not have that fear of rejection. So that's kind of a little bit on the actual communication side, on the discovery, we let you swipe left and right on different dates, experiences, cocktails, movies, and everything else. But then to get a little spicy, we also let you swipe left for no, up for maybe, right for yes, on different sex toys, positions, and kinks. And then we compare them with your partner and only show you the yes or maybes that you both write. And the reason we really want to go through this is we want to take away that awkward conversation of trying out something new in the bedroom and really being afraid of wanting to bring up that kink you have or wanting to try something with your partner for kind of that Fear and shame of everything. So that's really what we do on kind of that side of things on the discovery. And then remembering, we let you post all your own dates and experiences. You can either post them publicly or privately. Publicly, some of them will get shared with other members on official. Privately, obviously, just for you and your partner, we create basically a mini virtual scrapbook for you. And then you can also add in your own notes and kind of upcoming countdowns. You can really track every aspect of your relationship and keep it all in one place so that you don't have to go to your notes, your calendar, your shared photo albums, your Instagram, and kind of every other app. We really tried to make it so that you could have your relationship in one place.
0: I love that so much. And that's something that really stood out to me when I first like downloaded Official because it... I mean... And for those listening a lot of you probably know but some of you might not know I Jake and I literally have had a shared iCloud note of every single date we've been on we also have a shared iCloud note calendar we have a shared iCloud note of the shows we've watched like we have kept track of literally everything in this one shared note but like that's definitely not the best way to do it but even the fact that we did do it in any capacity has been so special to us like we'll literally turn that note into like drinking games or if we're like sitting on the subway and we're stuck and we know that we have like a long time to get to where we're going we'll play like a guessing game of like all right on what date number did we do this or like what did we do on date 64 and it just like adds so something like so special and it's literally like we're making our own game and i want to call it like steal that
1: just letting you know
0: no, do it. You have to. Like, I give you full permission because it has been something that we love so much. Or, like, we'll do it if our food's taking a long time to come, or like we're on a plane, wherever. It's just, we always have it at the tip of our fingers. Um, And I've made up, I've posted videos of the list and I've had people recently like reach out to me being like, Oh my god, like I started doing this with the person I was dating when I saw this. And now we're at date 100. And I'm like, holy shit, like, it's so cool. And it's just so awesome to be able to like, have that like scrapbook and memory keepsake for you.
1: Completely. That's part of what inspired me to build official in my last relationship was we had something similar and it was just really tedious and hard to maintain. And I wanted something that really helped me keep it in one place and just be a better partner so that I can remember everything and do everything to be a better boyfriend.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love it. What? Okay. So if somebody were getting into a relationship, like, and they wanted to get unofficial, what is a way for them to express that to their partner? Because obviously they don't have that button yet that says like, yeah. hey, let's go on official."
1: <laughs> Completely. You know, it's like, it's a little hard to get that button before you download the app. There are right. ways to do it and we're looking at it. But really the big thing that we promote is that we're not a fix it app. We're not an app to fix your relationship. We're not an app to do all that. And that's the biggest part is, We want to help you in any stage of your relationship and just help you have a better relationship. So there shouldn't be a stigma around it. There shouldn't be this problem around it. And it depends on kind of what angle you're going at. For many females that are trying to get their male partners on, just bring up the intimacy. That's what we've seen is kind of one of the biggest kind of hooks. And then if it's really a male trying to get their female partner or male to male or female to female, you can really play on a lot of the other hooks that official has. So either emotional or physical intimacy are the two big ones that we see. And then secondarily, it's really about tracking your relationship and really wanting to keep it all in one place and keeping it organized.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think pointing out like the thing that you know would excite your partner about it is really smart. I also think like, I mean, your guys' TikTok is unreal. Like even just sending a, one of those like TikToks or a post to your partner and being like, wait, this is brilliant, we need to do this. Like, it's, I think like, we it's get the up lighthearted users. way, yeah. It's, it's literally
1: awesome. all our marketing. We don't do basically any paid. It's just Sarah, who's our head of marketing and myself filming TikToks together of different scenes that couples would go through and incorporating the app in just random ways.
0: Yeah. I love it so much. Okay. So I'm curious what, like, obviously we've talked about that there are like date ideas you can swipe on and date ideas you can share with the community. What have some of these like date ideas that have come out of official been? Because a question I'm always asked about is like, what should we do to celebrate this? Or like, what's a fun early stage date that we can do? And it's, it seems like everybody has run out of date ideas, but there's so much more out there.
1: Uh, some of the cute ones that I've seen recently are making heart-shaped pizzas together. Might be a little hard in New York City with the uh, counter space. Uh, other oh, ones man. would be making shared playlists. We love that one. There's the typical kind of go to a park or go to the beach and have a picnic. One really cute one that we've been seeing a lot lately is the finger painting uh, portraits, which is kind of like a mini like canvas and you each use your finger and take it overlapping to make a heart and you make two of them. So I thought that was really cute. And then it's kind of the the more typical ones, whether it's a game night, making Lego together, or really going deeper and kind of going to watch a trashy movie. It can be anything. And we found some really creative ones. Uh, We found a lot of going to target dates. So I think there's some suggestions there uh, and trying to get their partner to just take the hint and go with them more often. So it's really kind of- Yeah, exactly. Target challenge, Walmart challenge, and trying to find different ways to just have more fun in your day-to-day life.
0: Brave the uncomfortable. So head to PresentlyBracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y Bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code SEEINGOTHERPEOPLE. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, Your Insider's Look into Modern Dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, Season 15, Episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. What about if things aren't going well? Like I know you mentioned like, okay, we're not here to fix your relationship, but have there been any situations that you've gotten feedback on of like, well, we did end up, you know, like I did, like by setting the mood or to whatever you're feeling, it was helpful in us communicating like what was going on.
1: Oh, yeah, we definitely have that. Even though our target is not to fix relationships, we do in a degree and we help make them better, which in in itself fixes it. By trying to let people and by letting them communicate what they're feeling and checking in with their partner, that's one of the major ones that we see as kind of a bridge. And then to break the tension, the send love is, or from what we've heard, has really helped couples when they're fighting, where they don't feel kind of accepted enough with what they're doing, but they want to break the tension. So they either use the I want attention button or the send love to kind of just have that little I'm thinking of you, which then kind of breaks the tension and really lets them start the conversation. Official is not meant for you to spend all of your time in the app. Our goal is to help you have real-world conversations and to bring it as much as possible out of the app.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's something that, you know, It's I feel like dating apps like are they have that same intention, like they don't want you just spending all of your time on the app, but it can be easy to get sucked into that. But I think this in this case, it's like you and your partner are a team. And this is like, your p- officials also part of your team trying to get you to be your best selves and your best like partnership.
1: Completely. The way we like to think of it is we're a trusted third party for both of you that our only job is just to help you have a better relationship. And we don't pick sides. We don't say one person is right, one person is wrong. We just want to help you get to a better place.
0: Totally. Okay. So you mentioned you're currently single. I'm curious, how has you know creating official actually helped you in your dating life, in your relationships? Are there certain you know takeaways you've gained like lessons you've learned from creating this app and talking to probably like so many couples out there that have actually, you know, changed you for the better.
1: Totally, it, it really helped me as a person. And let me understand a lot more, whether it be around my communication style, my attachment style, everything and how I act and how I don't act and what I need to do. It's helped tremendously. I've been building official for two years. I had a relationship during it. It worked well and it didn't work well for many reasons. One of the big ones being the founder lifestyle is really hard. and I'm not in a relationship right now, mainly because I can't be. I give almost 100% to the company and that's not fair to whoever my partner would be. And I know I can't be a great boyfriend and be a great CEO at the same time right now.
0: Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I get asked a lot, like, okay, me and this person really hit it off. But they said like, they're too focused on work, or, you know, they don't have enough time, but they like me and want to keep seeing me like, how? Okay, what would you do if you did meet somebody and you were like, holy shit, like, I really like this person? Like, would you try and make it work? Or would you be like, would you say, I just can't right now?
1: No, I would 100% make it work. I I think that (laughs) excuse is is completely bullshit. And 99.9% of all time. And if I met someone, I would, without a doubt, make it work. My last relationship, I met someone who didn't live in the same country as me, and I made it work for seven months. And it was something where I would fully do it again. It's just about meeting that right person. I'm not actively looking for that right person right now, mainly because I'm just traveling so much and trying to stay off the dating apps and kind of not play the game but if that person came into my life i would easily get in a relationship i want nothing more than to be in a relationship because it is so upsetting with when your entire life is around trying to help couples have a better relationship and then you're there like oh wait i'm still single
0: yeah you're like i'm doing all of the like i'm doing god's work but it's just not happening for me right now because of it exactly okay so that line is an excuse
1: yes as as a CEO of his own company and someone who literally spends almost every waking hour working, it is an absolute excuse. If they wanted to, they would.
0: I have a lot of feelings about that phrase.
1: Oh, so I, I figured it. you would. That's why I wanted to bring it up.
0: I also okay, think let's, let's one it. is let's talk uh, about it. Let's let's talk about it. What? Okay, would you you believe it to be true?
1: No. I believe certain <laughs> aspects of it to be true, but I brought it yeah. up purely to start the conversation.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm getting all tense over here. Look, I think that with every, it's just like such a definitive phrase, but there are so many exceptions. And and I actually think like official in a way kind of helps as a crutch because I think a lot of times like, yeah, if they wanted to, they would, but sometimes they don't know how to, or, they aren't like able to or they can't because of something that's happened to them in the past
1: i think the phrase works at a macro level but not at a micro level in the sense of it works if you want the relationship to happen and when i said it in the last tense that's what i mean when i think it works it works if you want the relationship and if you want to go through with it but it doesn't work as my boyfriend or girlfriend needs to read my mind and understand that I want flowers at this exact time. And if I have to ask for flowers, it's not good enough. That doesn't work for me because at that point, communication styles are very different. And the way that you show and express love and the way that you receive love is so different person to person that it's not as simple as just allowing your partner to read your mind. And with official, we try to do it as much as possible to like, give you that little nudge, give you that little push of this is what your partner wants, but we can't do it and no one can. So I definitely agree with you that there's so many exceptions to that clause.
0: Why do you think we believe that everyone's a mind reader?
1: (laughs) I think because I would say almost all people view themselves as the protagonist. And it's something where everyone's living their own life and everyone thinks that everything is about them even if they're not being egotistical it's just the way and the frame of reference that we all sit so because of it if i'm thinking something then my partner should be able to pick up on the subtle signals that i'm giving when in reality they have hundreds if not thousands of other micro signals and everything else around them that they just can't notice
0: yeah it's so tough because like in a perfect world, yeah, everyone would be able to know exactly what you're thinking and you'd be able to know what they were thinking. But I think the biggest problem is that we make all these assumptions and we start, you know, telling ourselves stories in our head that just aren't true. And we are forcing ourselves to believe like this narrative that just isn't like, right. Like if he wanted to, he would, but he doesn't know that you want him to. Completely. It's so frustrating to me. And people give so much, like, I feel like so many almost like relationships or situationships have ended just because somebody wanted something, didn't communicate it, the other person had no idea.
1: Absolutely. I would say that happens more often than not, especially in the early stages, where in the beginning of the relationship, it's the honeymoon period, and you should be having that perfect time. And there are a lot of ways to quickly get off path, and one of them being if you don't pick up on a subtle cue that you're supposed to.
0: Yeah. And I also think it's like we spend that honeymoon period just trying to enjoy everything and have no worries and not let anything be like overly serious. But that's also the time where you need to be opening up more and being more vulnerable and sharing these things that are important to you that your partner needs to know.
1: I can com- I couldn't agree more. It's something where the honeymoon period is flawed in its nature, where you're hyped up on drugs and chemicals that basically make you feel ecstatic all the time. And you have different hormones going through you that when they fade, you take off those rose-colored glasses and you're left with someone who's still your partner and you really need to understand who they are. So if you don't really dig deep and get to a point where you can see each other's flaws for what they are and grow together, you're not going to be able to really get through it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I want to switch gears a bit. I have some listener questions for you. Okay. Some are about official, some are about relationships, some are just dating, and I think we can have a fun time with them. Perfect. All right. I'm three months in. We've established that we like each other, but that's it. Now what?
1: That's all I go off of? That's
0: all you go off of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: That's all we get. Three months
1: I would honestly say three months in, average dating length until you make it official is five to six dates. So it's at a point now where most likely you're-
0: Is that the average?
1: Yeah, it is. Okay. Five to six dates to actually make it what's called official. That's the that's where the name official actually comes from. So I would say at this point, it would probably make sense for one of you to bring up the talk of what are we or where are we going towards? And you can like someone and you could have many different ways the relationship could go or you could want it to go. But it really depends on the fact of, do you want a monogamous relationship? Do you want a situationship? And take it that route. I would assume they're asking for a monogamous relationship with their partner or whoever this person is. So I would just say, be open and honest with them and bring it up and see where it leads.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, if you like each other, that's one thing, but you need to know what you want and you need to find out what they want. Otherwise, you're just going down a path of like overthinking and again, making assumptions that are not going to help you. I want to go back to this five to six date official thing. Sure. When you say official, is that like exclusive? Is that in a relationship? I'm sure there's a lot that's gone on behind the scenes of like differentiating the two.
1: yeah. For us, we try not to define it. We let it be whatever you define as official, but at the same time, official typically means you're in a relationship with that person. It's not a situationship. We have many people who are in open relationships or poly who still use official, but the vast majority of it is you're in a committed relationship with that person and you want to continue the relationship wherever it goes. And that was kind of one of the reasons why I picked the name official because of kind of back in the day, Facebook official being this thing where you'd change your relationship status and everyone could see. And that's similar. Exactly. And it's kind of, that's what I want on official where once you join, that's when people know you're in a relationship.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I am so nostalgic now thinking about the Facebook relationship status. That was like a reality show for us just like refreshing our feed and seeing, or like, you know, you like someone like, that's what you want. You want to be Facebook official. Yeah. And for everyone to see, but then everyone also gets to follow along and see when you break up and it's like, Oh my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I love, I don't love, but like whenever I see celebrity breakup announcements on Instagram, like, you know, sometimes they'll do like the joint, um collaborative instagram post where they write like one thing from both of them i selfishly feel like every single couple needs to be doing that because i am nosy and i want information i want the gossip i need to know why you broke up i need to know you know was it mutual was it one person's decision did somebody like really fuck up did you try and work through it i need to know
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think the world would be a lot better if that happened
0: yeah yeah a lot more transparent, a lot scarier, but a lot better. But also, maybe that would prevent people from doing bad things. You never know.
1: No, I don't think so. <laughs> people, are, people can be bad for many reasons, and I don't think that would truly change much, unfortunately.
0: Fair. All right, next one. Is it a red flag if a guy wants to meet up right away without texting a lot first?
1: Yellow flag, I would say. It could be a red flag. If they just want a one-night stand, yes, it seems to be a red flag. Or it could just be that they had a night free and they're being spontaneous. So I would say that in and of itself is not a red flag. How they act when you're together on that first date is a red flag.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've definitely been in a situation, and like I'm a big texter. I like to text first. I think you can text for way too long and end up like putting someone on a pedestal before even knowing them and you know you get to that date and realize there's absolutely nothing there but i also understand it can be a little scary to just like match with somebody and meet up with them i did one day years ago like match with somebody in the morning and then we were trying to plan a date like and i thought that was a little quick that he brought up planning a date but then he he was just like long shot, but like, are you around tonight? And I actually was. And we went on a date. And I think half the time we were just like laughing about how crazy it was that we were on a date that night, but we ended up having a really great time. And it was really fun. I don't think there was a second date, but it was like, okay, we went for it. And there was nothing to lose. I didn't feel like he was just like trying to get in bed with me. It was just like, oh, we're free. And it was spontaneous and fun. So I agree. Yellow flag. I think you got to meet up in person and see the person's intentions. Okay. Here's a longer one okay. Guy is upfront when asked that he isn't ready for a relationship because he's still quote unquote, emotionally unavailable because he's out of a recent serious relationship less than six months ago. We're in very early in dating. He's been very sweet and expressed that he really likes me and feels like nothing is missing between us. So he's torn. I told him to call me when he's ready because I want to be with someone available, but I really, really like this guy. He's a good one. Should I have tried dating him casually to stay relevant? What's the best thing to do in this common situation?
1: I'm sorry to all men out here, but she made the right choice. She should not be dating him casually. It's if you're looking for someone who's emotionally available, waiting around for someone else to be emotionally available is not going to work. It is something that you really need to find that person who is ready to commit to you. And the fact that he's out of a relationship less than six months, like that's fine, but it's not an excuse. And it's something that He either wants to work through it with you or he doesn't. And the fact that nothing's missing makes makes me feel like it's kind of just another cop-out excuse. So I would definitely say made the right call and not date casually.
0: I completely agree. I think that for years, if I was in this situation, I would have tried to date casually and pretend I was okay with it and wait for them to come around and say yeah I want to be with you and I did do that many times and they never ended up wanting to be with me I was kind of just their band-aid like I helped them move forward but then they wanted to continue moving on um so I think absolutely like you did the brave thing you did the strong thing and you put yourself first and maybe he will call you like maybe he will reach out and say like hey thanks for giving me the time I needed like if you're still interested I'm ready now and maybe he won't but I think you absolutely made the right call and I would definitely advise anyone else in this situation to do the same. All right. Is it a red flag if he hesitates to make phone calls to you? Truthfully, I get anxious too when thinking of making a phone call. So what should I do? How do I get him to communicate through calls as well? When we're together, our communication is very good.
1: I don't think this is a red flag. I just don't think the person likes phone calls. Most of Gen Z and many millennials are just terrified of phone calls altogether so I don't think that this is something that is a red flag if it was bad communication in person then I would say it's a red flag but just based on the fact that they don't like to call on the phone doesn't strike me as crazy
0: yeah I also think like you're also expressing that you get anxious about phone calls too so you're probably on the same page I mean maybe you just start maybe you send each other voice notes or maybe you know just send a random FaceTime or say, like, oh, like, let's try and FaceTime once a week if we're not seeing each other. I don't think it has to be this big thing of like, well, he doesn't call me ever. Like, he might not know that you want him to. Also, you're a little afraid to, too. So I think you're both probably on the same page. um, And I think it's something that you could challenge yourself to um, by trying to make that step to get to phone calls and you can work through it together. Okay, A guy I was seeing really led the relationship. He was talking about how great I was, discussing our future, making references to moving in together and having kids at some point, etc. I was supposed to meet his family, and the morning of, he canceled and broke up with me because there wasn't a spark. It was only a month, but I feel confused and humiliated. What gives?
1: This seems like Gaslighting 101.
0: Gaslighting and love bombing. Yeah, Yeah. 1,000%. I mean, that sucks. I'm sorry. Um, this person left a sad face and an eye roll face at the end of it. And I think that is completely accurate. <laughs> yeah. Those are the correct emojis.
1: I don't know what else yeah. I can really give there, but I'm sorry.
0: That sucks. I mean, I it's nothing you did at all. No. And um, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> There's like nothing really to say other than like, This person isn't your person. All right. On to the next. On to the next. Some of my friends had a dinner where they invited a guy and they wanted to meet. Both parties knew this was a setup dinner. The dinner went great. I had some conversations with him that were great, but he didn't ask for my number at the end of the night. Does this mean he's not interested?
1: Uh, I would say it will depend. By the time you're listening, you'll already have an answer, but... It's really going to be whether or not they ask their friend for your number or your Instagram or they message you that way. Not always does it make sense to ask someone for their number in a crowded group of people. I don't think it's a good sign, but there's a chance.
0: Do you think this person should try and make that move and like DM them or get their number and text them?
1: Yeah, if they like them, them without a doubt. Like, yeah. there's not like worst case scenario, they say no. And they say, yeah. you know what? It was great, but there wasn't a spark. And that's a, fa- a fair and valid excuse. Otherwise, you got nothing to lose.
0: Yeah, I agree. Also, like props to you and your friends for setting this dinner up. I think that's great. And I think that's something that everybody should be doing setting up situations where people can go meet. Okay. Advice on how girls can make the first move. I'm curious about do's and don'ts from a guy's perspective where they've been reached out to or approached by a girl first.
1: I wish I could say this happens more often to me. It doesn't happen that often. Uh, Honestly, guys are really simple. You could do almost anything and it's like gonna work. It's really gonna be like a split second decision for the guy. Okay, does this make sense? Yes or no? Almost anything you say is gonna work.
0: Do you think that Okay, well, what are some situations in which like you would not want to be approached, or if are there I'm locations a, you would not want to be approached at?
1: If I'm at a business meeting, that Fair. that that that's happened to me once, so that was an awkward one. Uh, other than that, like I don't really think so. Funeral doesn't doesn't probably feel great, but like no, I think it would be fine.
0: And would you prefer? Just like a hey, like something like striking up a conversation or an actual line? Like what would be the ideal approach?
1: I think I would start laughing if someone tried like a pickup line on me, not as like a mean way, but just be like, wow, like I'd never been on this side of it before. Uh, I also just am not a huge fan of pickup lines just in general. I think they're funny, but I'm fine with just a hey and striking up conversation.
0: Yeah, I think it's something that we're so afraid to do. But the payoff is so big. Like, I think about, you know, how my parents met. They were at a fundraiser dinner party thing, and my mom went alone, and my dad saw her and asked her if she wanted to dance. My friend's parents met. They were on the subway, and I think he was reading a book, and she recognized the book and said something to him about it. Like, this is how people met for the entire span of human history up until like 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. And I don't think it needs to be gendered. Like, I, a man does not need to approach a woman. Like, girls, if you're out at a bar and you think a guy is cute, go say hi. What's the worst that can happen? Shoot your shot. Literally, shoot your shot. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I feel like I see people like going on TikTok saying, like, okay, I have this misconnection where i saw this person at starbucks on 36th then park ave <laughs> and if you were that guy in like jeans and a black sweatshirt and a hat on like let me know like you just shoot your shot <laughs> that's so not practical
1: <laughs> tiktok can do a lot and i'm sure that's worked once or twice but you just described like every guy in new york city
0: exactly exactly i mean hey maybe that'd be a funny way for you to end up with somebody who wasn't that person who knows but
1: i'm sure that that person probably would get like 30 dms so i guess it could work
0: it could work It's a way to put yourself out there um all right my last question for you and this is my favorite question to ask on every episode is what is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received
1: love takes work It's just as simple as that. Love is not something that just happens and then will be a fairy tale. Love is something that takes work, and to get it right, you both need to give 100%. Yeah,
0: I love that. I think we always hear like it's 50 50, like, no, it's 100 100. Yeah. You can't put in half and expect half. That's not ever going to work out. You need to put in your all. Obviously, not every day. Are you going to be able to give a hundred percent? But on the days that you can't, good thing your partner is able to.
1: Yeah, and that's what makes a good relationship. Yeah,
0: I love it, Zach. Thank you so so much for being here. Where can everybody find you if you want to be found? Where can everybody find official? Shout it all out.
1: You can find me on Instagram, Zach Stern, Z A C S T E R N. You can find me on Twitter, Stern Zach, and then you can find official on every platform as get official or get official app if not you can check us out on our website getofficial.co
0: i love it you guys thank you so much for tuning in if you are in a relationship download official if you are not send this episode or official to a friend who is they need to get on it they need to start swiping on dates they need to start using the attention button and all of the other amazing things about it don't forget to share this episode to your story if you loved it give a five-star rating and review and i will talk to you guys next time Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKCISTS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh yeah, that too, Scout, that too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello everyone, I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OK Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, bads.
1: Welcome to the sisterhood!